episode of All the Books, the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library. Here we are. I'm Eric Mickles. I'm Nick Gunning. We're your one-stop shop. Oh, I always say one-stop shop. I know you do, and I then you never, you never quite make it to the end of that yeah. sentence either. You're like, for book things? Yeah, because we do book news. I know. Oh, that's not what I say. No, book you know. releases, yeah. author news, literary... Nope. We should probably write it down. Yeah. All right. Well, point. if it's related to books, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. Speaking of books, yesterday Eric and I attended uh, an STLS conference called Books and Breakfast. We talked a little bit about the podcast, and so we just want to give a shout out to all of our fellow STLS librarians who hey, may everybody. be listening in. It was yeah. nice to meet you guys yeah. and hear your thoughts. And yeah. Again, I'm, I'm Eric. Yeah, I'm Nick. So they they said sometimes they have trouble discerning between yeah. the two of us. So. Yeah. Well, I don't understand. So wait, a lot say, of times, say your name. Eric. I'll say my name. Yeah. See? So when you hear yeah. those voices, you'll know yeah. that it's us. Whenever we're uh, talking, I'm like, boy, I really like this book. And then you're like, Nick, also book like. Yeah, that sounds like <laughs> me. That sounds like me. Or I'm like, oh, I listen to this book thing. And you're like, any other thing about Dungeons and Dragons? <laughs> oh my God. That you can tell that's Eric. Wow. So the good thing is the end of the year. We just want to clear that up. Might be the end yeah, of our friendship. Don't. It's not the end of the year. Eric, please don't. It's not the end of the year. Oh, okay. You're right. Uh, wait, wait, is it still the end of our friendship? No, you know, I thought we should. I thought we should do a okay. like end of the year, well, yeah, thing coming up. Oh yeah, but we haven't read enough books that like came a, out this year. Like a best of, yeah. oh, the best of like the best best books we read yeah. in the year. Okay, I mean, right, maybe, well, we can. maybe we'll pull the staff, pull our listeners. Yeah, yeah. Well, right now it's happening. Right. Tell us the best book you read in 2015. Yeah, preferably one that came out in 2015, yeah. and if, we'll we'll share it yeah. on the air. Great. Well, yeah. we've got that plan. Yeah, it's out there. All right. So, where do we go from here? Uh, bookmark. I, I meant, like, in life. Oh, in life? No, Boy. okay, where's your bookmark? <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, well, my bookmark, Eric, is it's out of the following books, because I finished them. I read a few more volumes of The Clone Wars Adventures, uh, yeah. Star Wars graphic novel. Just yeah. quick, fun little reads. Uh, there's quite a few in the system, so if you don't have them in your library, you can request them from someplace else. Uh, they're quick, they're fun. Yeah. Uh, I read a couple of those. They're I'm, for children. They are. No, yeah, they are, but they're But, still I mean, fun. they're geared for a younger yeah. audience, that's yeah. for sure. Um, I read New Deal by Jonathan Case. Now that's a that's a new adult graphic novel that we've got in the last oh, couple of weeks. Right, yeah. It's uh, set in I want to say maybe the 30s, 40s. Okay. Um, those are two completely different decades. I know. I can't. <laughs> I can't remember where it is. Possibly 20s. It has a vintage setting. Let's okay. say that. Sure. Set in a hotel. Uh, there's a robbery that takes place. You're basically following a, a busboy and a chambermaid. Not a busboy. A bellboy. A bellboy. Bellhop. Whatever you say. Sure. And a chambermaid. Okay. As, these, as this uh, theft has taken place, you kind of follow them. Okay. It was good. It was, it was fun. It was clever. But it, it gets, like, really interesting. And then, like, boom, that's the end. Yeah. Like, you, I, I, it felt like an intermission, not an ending. So I was a little disappointed with that. But it's a good, it's a good read. Okay. I, would, I would say it's worth picking up. A good reads? Yeah, like good reads. My <laughs> wife says that we talk about good reads a lot, but we've never actually, like, said what good reads is. Well, I guess assume so, if you're listening to a podcast about, about books, books, you probably you know probably what, know what a Goodreads is. Just it's, I guess a social media website where you where you can shelve Facebook books, books. you've read. Yeah, Facebook for books. You can shelve what you read. You can mark your progress. You can see oh. what other people are reading, comment on it, like it. You know, yeah. I tend to divide all mine. Like I have a Western shelf. Uh, you know, I have a shelf for my Christmas books. Yeah, that sort of thing. So if you're if you're a reader and you like to keep track of the things you've read, Goodreads is is what and Eric you can and follow I us. use the most. Yeah, you can follow us on Goodreads. That's true. Um, Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I read volume three of Birds of Prey. So if you don't know, Birds of Prey is a DC Comics series, long-running. Uh, it originally 
was Barbara Gordon, who was Batgirl and then became Oracle as kind of an information right. broker. And then she would send the heroes, uh, Black Canary and the Huntress, From out. Arrow fame. Yeah, Arrow fame. That's right. Uh, out to sort of be her operatives. And it was yeah. just a good, fun, quirky yeah. book. Not well, anymore. Not anymore, yeah. <laughs> uh, in the New 52 version of it, so the New 52 is when DC Comics relaunched their whole continuity and right. but issue ones of all the books. But, all right. um, I, I always forget you, you're explaining this to the listeners yeah. and not to me. I'm like, yes, right. Rick, I, I know I, what I know the New 52 you know. is. Yeah. Jeez. But anyway, they, so it's basically a reboot. So Birds of Prey started over with issue one. And in the new continuity, Barbara Gordon is not Oracle. She's Batgirl again yeah. for some reason. And so there's no Wolfman Nick. There's no one really in charge in the new Birds of Prey comics. It's like Batgirl, it's Black Canary, there's no Huntress, no Oracle. I guess I thought Black Canary was the one leading the charge. In the new yeah. comics? Well, she sort of is, but not as the leader. She's just kind of like the one people look to as like most experience. Uh, so I guess all that's to say is I don't understand the new 52 version all of Birds of Prey. All that's to say. It's not really a fun team-up book anymore. It's just yeah. like these... Four characters who are sort of friends, yeah. kind of getting into trouble. So you kind of described our life. Yeah, like it's not really that fun. That's anymore. true. Yeah. So like you're the black canary, and yeah, I don't know. You're, oh wait, I want to be Huntress. Okay. Well, she's oh wait, not I don't in want it. to be New she's 52. Not in right. it. That's what I'm saying. New Fifty Two Huntress. Anyway, so if you lost that that train of thought there, all I'm trying to say is I read Birds of Prey Volume Three, and I'm not a fan of the current Birds right. of Prey series. Uh, I also read another, keeping in, in uh, line with what we've been talking about, and our special segment of today, I read uh, Star Wars The Cestus Deception by Stephen Barnes. Have you read this one, Eric? No. Okay. It's called it, The Cestus Deception? Cestus Deception. Cestus? It's, well, it's hard to say. I'll tell you that. The Cestus Deception. Yeah. I, I don't even want to hear you try to say it. I, I don't know what I thought I did just say it. Did you? Let yeah. me hear it. Cestus Deception. Oh, that yeah. was scary. Yeah, it was, it was touch right, and right in the middle of it, it was like running yeah. a race, and you start yeah, to trip, you're right. like, oh, no. Yep. It's like a free throw. Uh, written by Stephen Barnes, set during the Clone Wars, the prequel era. Right. Uh, follows Obi-Wan Kenobi and Kit Fisto. Yeah. And it is Kit a, Fisto's cool. He's the Kit blue Fisto is one no, who's always, always smiling. He's No, he's green. Well, he's always smiling. Okay. I guess I assume, because he's kind of like a Twi'lek, so I assume yeah, yeah. he's blue, but okay. he's not. You're right. He's green. Anyway, um, not great. Not oh. great. And I'll tell you why. The basic is plot is... Cystus Deception? Yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi and Kit Fisto are dispatched to the planet Cestus, which is, like, Whoa. crucial to the Republic. They no. need them to, like, come in line. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi is trying to work on, like, a diplomatic yeah. resolution, while Kit Fisto is secretly trying to, like, build up an insurgency in case diplomacy fails. Yeah. So it sounds like kind of a cool premise, yeah, right? fun. Not, Ooh. because it is just so mired in, like, Star Wars politics, which I've never been a fan of. Yeah. One of the reasons why I don't like the prequels so much is because they're so heavy yeah. on this really convoluted Bloody politics. Yeah. And there's certainly there's politics in the originals, but it's like empire bad, rebellion good, and that's yeah. all you need to know. Well, so, yeah, I could go on about that. I no, think, I know there's more. I, just, I think, obviously, it's going to be a different kind of story with the prequels because... The Empire didn't just come out of nowhere. No, I know. Yeah. I don't have a problem with the fact that they're political. I just think there's so much going on yeah. that I spend the whole time being like, okay, so Jango Fett may, is like the clone progenitor, yeah, but agree. he's like working against yeah. the clones in the yeah. Republic. It's just, I don't know. You, I just never know. I'd say you could that. skip episode one and two and yeah. just watch Revenge of the Sith, yeah. and you'll get it. Yeah. So... Yeah, if you have to watch one, Revenge of the Sith. But we shouldn't talk about this too Stop much Stop talking about Star Wars. Yeah. I know, we're coming to our big segment. Uh, then finally, I uh, finished um, Winter Street by Ellen Hildebrand. So this is one during our Christmas episode. 
was on your top ten list of uh, books to get into the Christmas spirit. Well, it was a list I found. Well, I know. It's not on my top no, ten I know Christmas that. list. The list that you suggested, um, and so I, I picked up that one. It was decent. Okay. Ellen Hildebrand is a pretty popular author. Yeah. Um, you know, I know her books here are popular with our patrons, but yeah. she's obviously a bestseller and a big author. Well, every time author. she comes over to one of my game nights, she's always like So a she's a life of the party, too, yeah. so in real life yeah. she's popular. It's really this, upsetting when people are like, oh, is Ellen, is she coming today? And you're like, no, 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 no. And you can see yeah. their faces. Yeah, I know. They want, oh. ain't no party like an Ellen Hildebrand party, because yeah. an Ellen He'll, no, never mind. <laughs> anyway, well, yeah. this is her first Christmas book, and okay. it was fine. Okay. Not great, but it was it was good, and it won me over yeah. in the end. So there's a sequel to it called Winter Soldier. No, okay, that's Captain America. Uh, I can't remember Winter okay. something, but okay. that one Winter Deception. That one just came out this year. Okay. Uh, so that's what I've read. Yeah. Now I'm currently reading um, Donna Van Leary's Christmas Note, okay. which is part of that Christmas Hope series that began uh... with Christmas Shoes, if you'll recall. Uh, yeah. You know, I mentioned on the podcast where we mentioned Christmas shoes, I posted that on Facebook, and Donna Van Leary liked our post. So who knows? She could be listening right now. Donna, if you're listening, yeah. thanks for all the Christmas cheer. Yeah. Nick knows your Christmas shoes song by heart. That, no, she didn't write the song. She wrote the book based on the song, which was written by the band New Song, which just confuses things. But <laughs> I'm also reading the final volume of Grant Morrison's Action Comics run at oh. the end of days. Let me tell you. No, I could, I've read it. Let me tell you. I could, yeah, go ahead. I, I mean, I don't like Grant Morrison. Let me just say that. And that's the man is tripped out. But yeah, yeah. I mean, if you, if you, the man, the man took a drug trip and never came back. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> he's out of his mind. That's for sure. But I, I'm not a Grant Morrison fan. I love Superman, so <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm slogging through this. But uh, I'm, I'm not a big fan. So I I'm can, gonna get through it. We can talk about it a little bit more next week once I've read it. Every okay. time I read a Grant Morrison comic book. It's always because of the goodwill I have for him for writing um, a Justice League run. His Justice League one is pretty good, but his X-Men run, his oh. new X-Men run. Okay. It was really good. It was really exciting. Right. Kind of injected life into the X-Men comics after the 90s. But everything else after that is just like, oh, but you did X-Men. I think he did something else that I really liked and I can't remember. I don't know. He's just one of those guys where like, I know if I met him in real life, I would be like, oh, shut up. Yeah. So it's, it just sort of comes through. Yeah. You know, I, any like interview you ever read with him, he seems like he's some sort of like weird ambassador from Neptune coming yeah. to study our world. Yeah. Well, his stories, they tend to start off well. And then, like you remember, Action Comics 1 wasn't bad. No, it was fine. And the same thing with his Batman run with the Batman and Son story. It's just yeah, once yeah. it starts going, yeah. it just yeah. explodes. That's true. It gets to this crazy like Grant Morrison area. So yeah. that's a lot about comic books. Yeah. In case you're uh, well, wondering. bad news. Actually, no. Uh, so I read this book called uh, her name. Okay, Radiant Days by Elizabeth Han. Okay. So you know what I didn't know? Uh, I said last week it was, I had no idea what it was about. I described the book very poorly. I okay. said it was about a girl from like the '70s and a boy from like the 1870s, and I think love brings them together. Yeah, not at all. Okay. So uh, the boy is actually a famous poet. Okay. Uh, so Arthur Rimbard. Like Arthur yeah. Fonzarelli, did you say? Yeah, Arthur oh. Fonzarelli. But okay. that doesn't make any sense. Why would he have to travel to the 70s? I don't He's know. He's already there. No, it's Happy Days is set in the 50s. Just filmed in the 70s. Oh. So Arthur Fonzarelli's in the 50s. Why didn't that happen? Why didn't Marty know. McFly meet Fonzie? That would be great. That would be great. And Mork. Just yeah. pick up Mork while you're at it. Yeah. Nanu, uh, nanu. I didn't like it. Okay. It was this book about art and poetry, but I didn't feel like it had any art or poetry for it. Okay. But there we go. All right. Not a fan. Um, I finished Walk Two Moons oh, okay. by Sharon Creech. So that's the... Oh, you guys had the book club on that. We, yeah, we're going... Yeah. Yes. 
Um, so it was good. It's one of those, you know, kid books I've never read. Uh-huh. Um, that, that, what did that win the Newberry? Is that? I think so. Okay. Yeah. It's it's about a girl dealing with the fact that her mom is gone, and oh. as a friend, she has also has a mom who leaves, and so just her story as she's traveling to her old house with her grandparents. Okay. It's, it's funny at times. The ending has a very sad twist that I didn't feel was earned. Mm-hmm. I felt that there oh. was no reason they needed oh. to okay. stab a knife in my heart and wow. twist it. Okay. So, Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, well, there's lots of things that could happen that are sad. Also, yes, you're right. you just spent a whole lot of time talking about uh, comic books. I remember. But I read three volume ones. Oh, that, that's interesting. And we'll talk more about them, I think, in the segment. I read... Oh, they're Star Wars? Okay. They're all Star Wars. Okay. okay. So I read... Well, give us a little taste now. We, we'll I read probably... Star Wars, Darth Vader, Volume 1. Okay. I read Star Wars, Volume 1, Skywalker oh, was that, well, Strikes. On, is that good? It was okay. Is that... No, when is that set? Is that set after New Hope or All after... of these comics are set right after New Hope. Okay. Like, New Hope ends... Okay. These comics. So they're kind of parallel, then. And then I read Star Wars, Princess Leia. Okay. Oh, I read Leia. Yeah. They are parallel. In fact, the Star Wars comic and the Darth Vader comic tend to intersect a lot. Oh, okay. Vader will have like Boba Fett go off to do a mission and the and mission is in Star, Star Wars. Wars. Okay, yeah. cool. So and those are all, you know, Marvel comics now. So yeah. it's part of the new continuity which we'll talk are about. Are those available about. on our Marvel Now app then? Yeah, that's how I read most of them. Oh, okay. We have Princess Leia. Yeah, our, I know we have that at our library, but I read the other two. So, but we do subscribe to the yeah. Marvel Now app. So, if you're in the library, yeah. you can you can read any Marvel comic, including sit down all with the, Star the iPads. Wars. Yeah, including um, out of the three of them, the one I enjoyed the most was the Darth Vader one. Hmm. You so. love Darth Vader, though. I mean, that's not. Yeah, it's getting that's weird. No I didn't think I really liked him as much as I did until yeah. I started reading all these Darth Vader yeah. comics. He's your man. So. I guess I feel bad for him. Now. I read I read Leia. I guess we talked about that a little bit. Can you imagine if like it, but... somebody who is like the Emperor from Star Wars is like your only friend? You yeah. killed all your friends right. and family. You have yeah. no loved ones. Nothing. The only person you can stand beside is that guy going. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. What does he say? What's his What's his big catchphrase? From... <laughs> it's not his big catchphrase. I want to hear it. We just watched Revenge of the Sith, yeah. and there's the scene where Mace Windu yeah. is like, "The Sith will never return." Yeah. And I want to hear it. The Emperor, Do the impression. It's just like. No, no. <laughs> All right, it gets me every time. Yeah. You know the thing with Leia. I wanted them to go deeper. You know, I wanted them to like really delve into the whole like post Alderaan blowing up thing. And yes. the premise is neat, but the execution is just the I don't know. The, it's kind of lacking. Yeah, the comic is about Princess Leia going to find all the surviving yeah Alderaanians. Sure, and uh, kind of unite them. And, yeah, but it yeah. doesn't really happen. It's just kind of like an action. Comic. I guess yeah. I thought it would be a different kind of comic. I did too. But it was, I mean, it's still cool. Yeah. You know. are, the, are these continuing series, do you know? Yeah. Okay. As far as I know, I think Princess Leia is, though it seemed like Princess Leia ended in a way that might... It does kind of like resolve, yeah, but I mean, they could do more with it, I don't know. I think it's still going. Okay. The Star Wars and Darth Vader one are still going. And okay. I think there's more. Okay. Book news. Okay. Hey, everybody, it's book news, your favorite segment. Yeah, that's right. You, I always forget which order we go in. Do you want to go first? You want me you to go do, first? You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. So uh, I've got ahead of me, as always, the uh, just announced titles that are coming along down the pike. Um, first up, we've got Danielle Steele. Man, she's yeah. a machine. Yeah. James Patterson called and was like, slow down. <laughs> yeah. uh, Danielle Steele is doing a new novel coming out January 19th called Blue. And this follows a, a prominent rising TV news anchor whose life is kind of messed up uh following a pretty tragic car accident and so the book is about her sort of 
getting back on her feet and figuring out life. So yeah, probably. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, good for her. Uh, so that's Danielle Steele. So if you're a Danielle Steele fan, we will definitely have this in January. Uh, next, coming out February 2nd, J.D. Robb, a.k.a. Nora Roberts. She uses the J.D. Robb one, I think, exclusively when she writes the In-Death series. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I'm pretty okay. sure it's only the In-Death. So these are like Naked in Death. Um, that's the only one I can remember. Right. I thought I could say more. Do you know what this series is about? No. Have we talked about this? No. Okay. They're odd. They're mysteries. Uh-huh. Sort of romance. Odd uh, Thomases? But the, no. Oh. They're mysteries. They're romances. But they're set in the future. <gasps> so they're also vaguely sci-fi. Okay. Um, so this is book number, you care to guess? J.D. Robb. Seven. <laughs> Don't make me laugh. 22. Ridiculous. What? Keep going. 30. Higher. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Just tell me. 42. Wow. Book 42. So I know. Good job, J.D. Robb. Yeah, J.D. Robb. So. J.D. Robb in the bookshelf space. Am I right? From other authors who are pretty clever because with the Robb last name, the J.D. Robbs and the Nora Roberts, they sit right together. So who knows? Yeah. I once saw, when when she first started doing this, there was like a picture on the back and it was like J.D. Robb lives in whatever. Uh, she lives near like Nora Roberts. They share a house and a husband. And I was like, what? And then I realized, oh, same person. Okay. That's funny. I know. Yeah. Good for you, Nora Roberts. Uh, let me give you a I little sample of what's coming out uh, from large print. Ooh. All right. So these are large print uh, titles that are coming out in March of 2016. Sure. So first we have a historical novel. This is, this is part of a historical series. This one's set in the Civil War. Uh, it's called Spy of Richmond. Yeah, so it's about uh, I guess I made a face like I was falling asleep, but they couldn't see that. Yeah, that's true. It's a, no, this is fun. So this is by Jocelyn Green. Okay. So I think it's, it's sort of an inspirational, but uh, still historical fiction. So sure. Jocelyn Green, Spy of Richmond, coming out in March. Mm. Uh, next, we have uh, The Scotty Barked at Midnight Okay. by Caitlin Dunnett. So <laughs> this is uh, a Liz... Well, let's see if I can get this right. Liz McCrimmon mystery. This is book nine. Okay. So this is, I would probably classify this as a cozy mystery. Ooh. Just a fun, you know, yeah. relaxing. A warm very, blanket very popular. of a mystery. That's right. Yeah. You just, you cuddle up with one of these cozy mysteries and uh, it'll be just right for you. So the Scotty Barked at Midnight coming out in March by Caitlin Dunnett. All right. So I will leave it at there. What do we got coming out this week? So just so everybody knows, actually, I got to make sure I get the date. It's December 15th. Okay. 2015. That's when all of these books are coming out. All the books? And yeah, and okay. podcasts, all the oh, books. Okay, all right. uh, this Divided Island Ooh. Life, Death, and the Sri Lankan War. Oh, my. By hmm, Samantha Subram. No, oh boy. Sub- I want to say Submariner, but yeah. it's not. It's, it's not the Submariner. Subramanian. Okay. okay. Well, he's, I want to say it's Samantha. Submariner. Okay. Writes The Divided Island. All right. Do you know anything about the Sri Lankan War? I don't. Reading this title taught me that there was a Sri Lankan War. (laughs) Oh, that's going to get me in trouble. Richard III, A Ruler and His Reputation by David Horsepool. Okay. And really, what is a man without his reputation? I don't... Nothing. Yeah. Nothing, Eric. Thanks for asking. Have you ever seen... uh, It's Richard III with Ian McKellen... No. It's done like a modern day Richard III, okay. but it's done in all Shakespearean speak. Ah, is Leonardo DiCaprio in it? No, David, uh, not David, Robert Downey Jr. Oh. is in it. Very, well, it's almost like fun. a cameo for him. This was okay. like in the 90s. All right. 97? So like in between prison stints, Robert Downey Jr. cleaned yeah. up and did yeah. Richard III. All right. It's pretty good. If you like Shakespeare, yeah. you've probably already seen it, so what am I telling you? Did you see the DiCaprio uh, 
who's it? Who's the Wait, girl? Uh, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, what is her name? Claire Danes. Claire Danes. That's right. Yeah. My friend Rochelle and I tried to. I can't believe. I know. You we tried to Claire like Danes. bamboozle this double date to go see that in uh-huh. theaters. Didn't pan out. Yeah. For either one of us. Yeah. So. That's it. Yeah. Just, just a. I don't like that movie either. I don't really like it either. Just an anecdote from my childhood. Yeah. So there you go, listeners. A little glimpse into yeah. what made Nick the man he is today. That's right. That's right. A failed double date to see Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> Romeo plus. Well, I think Juliet. the people that we went with didn't realize that we were on a double date. Oh. So we yeah. kept that vital piece of information to ourselves. All right. Uh, Younger next year, the exercise program. Use the power of exercise the to reverse force? aging and stay strong, fit, and sexy. Boy. By Chris Crowley. You're always doing these like longevity I, books. Well, yeah. Are you, are you concerned about your own mortality? No, I just... They're the nonfiction you're, books. Eric, you're a healthy young This man. was one of those... I Oh, maybe. Yeah. I hope. I guess well, I've never seen you eat a vegetable of any kind. So. Uh, that's not true. Really? Because... Ketchup is made from tomatoes, and tomatoes are technically fruit. So, <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, well, what you said was funny. You, you saying that kind of implied that it wasn't. But <laughs> all right, we've got three mangas hey, coming out. We never really talk about we don't talk about mangas, manga options, no. but, uh, but that was a big talk at the uh, the SCLS breakfast that we went yeah, to. A lot of manga talk, big manga clubs, and everything. Yeah, we got to start one up here. Yeah, we should. So I think uh, we'd have an audience. Listeners, for it. if you have young friends or if by chance we have young listeners yeah and you want a manga club if there's anything kids love it's listen to men in their 30s talk about books on a podcast uh hold on yeah i'm 29 oh okay i won't be 30 until august oh my gosh okay i'm living life to its fullest oh my gosh i'm gonna be 30 was that a plug for our listeners to get you birthday presents because (laughs) i don't think it's i'm not saying they have to get it the day of my birthday really all of august is my birthday my birthday is january 4th so if we're going to talk about wow mine is (laughs) weeks away all right so here's the three mangas coming out Uh, i'm gonna be 33 is that right 33 sounds right yeah Yeah. wow okay because you're like three years older than me all right now i know yeah uh, Maximum Ride, the manga. <gasps> Jimmy Patterson. Volume 9. So we have up to 7, and I'm getting 8, and then 9 is coming okay. out soon. So those seem like they're pretty cool. Yeah, my Maximum w- Ride is, as far as I know, done book-wise. Book-wise, I think so. Yeah, my wife read the first several of those and yeah. enjoyed them and just kind of got away from them. But, huh. yeah. She's not really somebody who commits to anything then, is what <laughs> you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Tokyo Ghoul, Volume 4. Did you say Tokyo Drift? No, I... That's, uh, is Vin Diesel in it? Yeah. The things I'm going to do to this yeah. drifting. I guess Vin Diesel only cameos in that movie. Yeah, at the right. end. He's okay. like, so what? You're the new guy? Yeah. See you in Fast 6. Oh, boy. And then he's like, I am Groot. <laughs> so Tokyo Ghoul, Volume 4. We have okay. Volume 1. Uh, they released Volume 1 and then 2 and 3, like, the same month. Okay. So I didn't realize that. So it's a new manga. Uh-huh. I haven't read Volume 1, but uh, it seems to be pretty popular. And Attack on Titan, Volume 17. Now, that is a really popular that manga. Is that is super popular. Here. That seems to go out all the time. Yeah. I've seen the anime the first season. Oh, have you? The first, okay. like, 26 episodes of the anime. It's a lot of episodes. Yeah. Well, it's the first what? season. You, you were saying yesterday, what is our most popular manga that we have? Our most popular manga in this library yeah. is our Legend of Zelda manga. Legend of we Zelda. We have all 10 of them, mm-hmm. and they, they get checked out all the time. They're barely ever here. Mm. Sometimes it looks like we don't have Interesting. The Legend of Zelda. And mm. after that, probably, like... Um, Inuyasha. Okay. And then, I mean, we had some stuff that's a lot older, so it's got checked out a lot more because we have some Gundam and Naruto. Okay. And Yu Gi Oh! Well, you filled also. out all those collections, though. Yeah. So 
like out of that newer stuff. Definitely. What, so what do, what do we have? List the titles that we have. Ooh, we have Attack on Titan. We have uh, Bakuman. Okay. We have Bleach. Mm-hmm. We have Full Metal Alchemist. Okay. We have Inuyasha. We have One Piece. We have Tokyo Ghoul. We have. Did I already say Attack on Titan? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah. We have Gundam. Okay. We have Vampire Kisses. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The Go one. What's that called? Oh, Haraku No Go. Okay. Something. Yeah. All right. So we got a lot. It's a pretty good lot. So if you're a yeah. manga fan or know a manga fan, let them know they can yeah. just come here and... Did you say manga fan? I, I did, and I was hoping that you wouldn't notice, but I, I knew in my heart yeah. that you would. I think this is a YA book. Okay. I can't tell. It's wow. either YA or self-published. Okay. Judging <laughs> by the cover. Nope, right. it's YA book. Okay. okay. Oh, it's book four of a series called Frozen Tides, a Falling Kingdoms novel oh. by Morgan Rhodes. I hate when kingdoms fall. Yeah. Oceans rise. Empire's Falls. So ah, that's a, a little Hamilton reference. Hamilton reference. Which is in our collection. I guess I could say I finished that. Check it. Yeah, you finished The bookmark thing. I finished listening yeah. to the, the musical. That was two We and just and got hours. a batch of new CDs, and what did we get? We got, uh, we got Hamilton. We got Pentatonix, the new Christmas album. Adele we got 25. Yeah, Adele 25. We got the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And you Cosmic pre-ordered mix. the Star Wars Episode Seven. Podcast. Yeah, Star Wars uh, Episode Seven's coming out. Yeah. I also pre-ordered the Wiz Live Soundtrack. So nice. We got a lot of cool stuff. Oh, darn it. Yeah. This is a, this, this is a nonfiction. Oh, wait. This came back out in March. This was a paperback Boy, version con- of you're it. You're confusing me. I'm fine. Right. Anyway, Brian and May and the Burning Man, a peculiar crimes unit mystery by Christopher Fowler. Okay. It's coming out the 15th of December. Cool. Uh, do you know this series, the peculiar crimes unit? Doesn't sound familiar to me. Do you think it's like, oh, somebody murdered a man with an empty carton of milk? How peculiar. <laughs> Probably. All right. Could you kill a man with an empty carton of milk? Yeah. Okay. I guess you can kill anybody with anything. Yeah. Listeners don't. Wow. <laughs> that got real dark. I mean, like a MacGyver. Yeah. MacGyver could, yeah. MacGyver could kill anyone with anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. He could. What about a rolling pin? Uh, yeah. What about with a knife? Well, those are... A sword. Those are pretty common. Could MacGyver take a cannon and I, kill somebody I with feel it? like maybe you're not understanding the premise of MacGyver. Okay. Like, if you're going to say, could MacGyver do, right. you'd have to be like, could Like MacGyver- a flamethrower. No, no, no. If no. he had a flamethrower? No. Okay. MacGyver would need, like, a comb, a Bic pen, yeah. and, like, an old box of raisins. Yeah. And he could, he could build a Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Richard Dean Anderson, if yeah. you're listening, yeah. please let us know yeah. at all the You book know what show. I like about MacGyver? Yeah. The his, mullet? His name. No one rocks a mullet like his MacGyver. His name is now like the same kind of name we use for like Einstein. Yeah. And you know when you see somebody and he does something dumb, you're like, oh, that Einstein over there. Like you can, now if you see somebody like trying to put something together, like look at this MacGyver. Yeah, easy MacGyver. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Yeah. Uh, the Man on the Washing Machine, a Susan Cox novel. Huh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. When former party girl and society photographer Theo Bogart... Please, the San Francisco. <laughs> oh, my gosh. The body count is rising. What? I shouldn't just skip through these what summaries. <laughs> it's a mystery. Writers of America's first novel. When I get tired during sentences. Well, yeah, seriously. You were, like, it's powering a, down. It's called a delightfully twisted mystery. <laughs> I need mystery. to come and wind your key. <laughs> All right. Last one. Okay. Ready? This is by James Rollins. Okay. Is he a big guy? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, James okay. Rollins. Yeah. The Bone Labyrinth. Yes. A Sigma Force novel. Oh, Sigma Force is just a, uh, a sorority he's part of. Not a it's, sorority. You know, Sigma Force to me sounds like a new like razor from Gillette. Uh, <laughs> the Sigma Force yeah. razor has six blades. Yeah. That's funny. Thank you. It's, but men... Yeah, thank you. Guy, guys don't join a sorority. What do they call? 
A fraternity. fraternity. Yes. Yeah. All right. So Sigma Force sounds like a fraternity. A fraternity. Yeah. Okay. Well, darn it. What did you say? I, oh, fraternity? Geez. What do you do? What, what did you put in my water? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> fraternament. Yeah. That's funny. That's a where fraternament. That's yeah. where fraternities go to battle against each other. Absolutely. Welcome to the fifth annual fraternament. Yeah. So that's all your book news? I guess it's kind of slow. It is kind of slow. Time. Not a lot coming out. Yeah. And I want to get to our segment. That's true. Because we've only got a half hour left. Well, as we mentioned before... Uh, our segment today is well. Let's okay. We're going to do a Western segment in a couple of weeks. Yes. So if you yeah. you suggested yeah, it, you checked out Elvis. Yeah, our for special me. guest is coming up. Anyway, right on time. That's right. Uh, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be doing a, a segment on westerns. So right. let us know your favorite western, yeah. Louis L'Amour, Zane Grey, classics like that, or more modern ones. Yeah. Let us know. We want to hear it. I'm not going to be much of a help. That I know week. you better start reading. I'll, I'll read Alpalooza. Yeah, read Alpalooza. not Alpalooza. Alpalooza movies. Alpalooza yeah. is again the okay. Real album, which well, is Park. For us here. Did you say for us? No, I was... Anyway, for our segment today, as we've been talking about for weeks, uh-huh. this is going to be our lead-up to the opening of Star Wars A Fo- Force Awakens. Yeah. I don't know what I said. That's no, coming out... <laughs> it's coming out, what, December 18th, December right? December 18th. Okay, so, so this, this week, podcast, later this yeah. week, yeah, you're going to have Next your chance they, to see they, Star Wars. we do this podcast, people will have seen Star Wars. That's right. So you can stop in the library and check out. We have a big Star Wars display right at the front desk. Yeah. Pretty much all of our adult Star Wars fiction is there. Yeah. Also went over in youth services with great picture books, the big DK books, yeah. uh, some of the There's series. The juvenile yeah. juvenile the retelling Apprentice of the uh, yeah. original trilogy. Yeah, yeah. And all our iPads have Marvel Unlimited. That's right. Which has so, all the Star Wars comics. That's true. So what we're going to do today is talk about Star Wars in general. We're going to focus probably more on the Star Wars books, the expanded yeah. universe, and just really dig into that. So yeah. Eric and I have read some Star Wars books, but we, we need to call them the big guns for this one. <laughs> yeah. So we have with us as a special guest, our third special guest, yeah. uh, Amanda Smith. So here, Amanda, we'll, you and I can share this microphone, so I'll have to get in here a little okay. bit. So yeah. tell us, Amanda, how long have you worked at the library? Um, it's been about three, going on four years. Three, up. Oh. going on four. Okay. Amanda. So, Talk closer yeah. to the mic. Yeah, we got to get right in here. <laughs> so Amanda splits her time with uh, the, the youth Ed, services desk, yeah. the adult desk. She helps with cataloging. You come into the library. You and the auditorium. Amanda. So she's, she's all yeah. over the place. Okay, so I was thinking that maybe the, the best way into this would just to be what is the first, let's say your first experience with Star Wars. And then we'll, then we'll talk about when you first started reading the uh, novels. So do you remember the first time you saw the movie? Um, let's see. Or has it just been ever-present? Has no, it always it's been kind there? of been ever-present. Okay. It's always been I, in like, the background. I feel like when I was younger, I watched my mom watching like A New Hope mm-hmm. a lot, but I never actually saw it all the way through until yeah. maybe I was like seven or eight yeah. on my own. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I know that I had the, like, the VHS yeah. box set yeah. when I was a kid. Uh, I love the cartoons. I, lo- I watch droids and I watch Ewoks. Yeah. Ugh, back you in bring the that day. up. The cartoons. You've never seen the old, old school cartoons? Never Have you seen them? them? Nope, never saw the cartoons. Uh, anyway. Ewoks is not good. Droids is kind of fun. Um, oh, no, wait, I, no, no. We got, we got the droids on DVD. Adrian. Have you? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, Muppet Babies did a parody. Episode. Oh, yeah. I remember watching that as a kid and being like, I oh, kind of yeah. know what they're parodying. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That, that might Rolf actually be... Ralph was Obi-Wan be... Kenobi, yeah. but he didn't die. Obi-Ralph Kenobi? Yeah. That's what it was? I'm yeah. pretty sure. That Did seems like a... Muffet Babies? No, no. Oh, my gosh. Muffet Amanda. Oh, well, I never grew up with TV, so... Oh, well, that oh, would do I'm, it. I'm, At least you grew up with Star Wars. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about... The, the fiction. So, I mean, for those of you who don't know, I don't well, know. Who, I don't know who you are. But. I mean, we did a whole Bond podcast where we talked about every single movie. Yeah. But so let's just say, let's just go around and say which your favorite Star Wars is. Oh, okay. And then, all right, sure. I don't. I don't think we need well, to say our least favorite. Kick it off. What's your favorite? <laughs> My favorite is Empire Strikes Back. All right, Amanda. 
Uh, it was Return of the Jedi for me. Yeah, I'm going to go with Return of the Jedi, wow. too. And I think it's just, like, as a child, that was the one that always... That's the one I wanted to watch, Yeah, you know? Yeah, well, I was the best. Empire yeah. Strikes Back I liked, but it was yeah. darker than the other. Well, when I was a kid, I used to... Return of the Jedi was my favorite. But, like, as I grew up and started watching them again, like, I started realizing that I really liked Empire. Yeah. So, it well, might be the most un-Star Wars-y... That's true. ...of the Star Wars films sometimes. I guess, you know, with... Um, with like adve- Return of the Jedi is just such a good like adventure story, yeah. you know, and I always appreciate yeah. that about it. Yeah, it's got some of the best stuff. Yeah, yep. Oh, so, cool. all right, least favorite? You, you're gonna say? Oh, <laughs> no. I don't even. I don't even want to talk about yeah. them. We just finished watching the prequels. Oh, okay, well, I was gonna and, say uh, it would have to be one of the prequels. Yeah, and I think it would probably be for me Attack of the Clones. You know what? I've always felt like Phantom Menace. I hated oh, the really? most, but when we watched them recently. I came. I feel like I d- didn't enjoy the Clone Wars the most. Attack, Attack of, the, of the Clones. I'm sorry. Maybe Phantom Menace is just has gotten to the point now where it's so bad we actually do laugh yeah. about it while watching it. Yeah. And like, but then you get to Attack of the Clones and you know it should be better. Yeah. And there's moments where there's moments of okayness, but then yeah, kind of physical. Well, I mean, Jar Jar is ridiculous, obviously. Yeah. But in Attack of the Clones, like it opens with that big, like goofy slapstick chase. And then they do that big like chase like through the, the chase. through the uh, like the chompers yeah. and everything. Oh, that's yeah, that's end. bad. Like yeah, the Hayden Christensen is so bad in Attack yeah, of the Clones. Yeah, it's, it's kind of amazing that he's not that annoying in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, when you get to Episode Three, you're like, wait, he's supposed to be horrible. So, well, I really think the the problem is that in Attack of the Clones, I think he's meant to be a little charming, Ugh. and I just spend the whole time being like, Padme, no, yeah. <laughs> can't you see he's yeah. awful. You know what you know. it is? I think I realized when watching Phantom Menace recently is that the things we used to remember being so bad, yeah. they're not really as bad now. Like, Jar Jar is annoying, yeah. but he's not in there as much no, as I I'm remember him. I he's remember true. the Phantom Menace just being like, Jar Jar Binks just running through every shot, being yeah. like, Bosa, no Bosa! You know, yeah. but he's really... <laughs> he's really... He's not in it that much. Right, he's still not funny. No, he's but like, terrible. He doesn't have as much screen time as I remember. Yeah. And even uh, Jake Lloyd as a little Anakin isn't... In it as much. No, so he's not. are you, you get, an angel? But then you get to attack the clones and all the things you remember being so good. Yeah, aren't no. So no. But I will say, Revenge of the Sith is solid. That's it. Yeah. I enjoyed that one. Have you, do you like that one? Right? I do like that one. Okay. I try to push that one on people when they're like, I hate the prequels. I'm like, but Revenge of the yeah. Sith is so good. You then, pro- I don't even know that you need. I mean, I think you probably. I mean, could we watch already. I did just. Re- say, yeah, yeah, you could watch Revenge of the just, Sith. Just, just skip the other two. It I mean, might. If you've seen so. the original three, yeah. and you watch yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah. if you, you watch Revenge of the Sith happened. without watching one and two, maybe the whole Padme Anakin story would make more sense. That's true. You just <laughs> accept were, them as a couple. Yeah, they they must have been a couple for years. Yeah. They must have always been in There's love. There's probably and not some creepy. reason why she likes him. If you've seen Attack of the Clones, you know there is no reason why she likes him. All right, so we got two Return of the Jedi, one Empire. Okay. All right. So let's see if that affects our book choices. Oh boy. Okay. Yeah, it might not. All right. <laughs> well, um, let's say what, what is the first? What the is the first, first Star Wars books you picked up? Oh, uh, I can tell you right now. Jedi Apprentice number one as a kid. Oh, okay. The, so so the Rising Force. The, this was after Phantom Menace came out. Okay. But this was telling the story of young child Obi Wan Kenobi yeah. being trained by. Qui-Gon Jinn. I only read the first one. I didn't follow oh, the really? series because my, my parents had gotten this from my brother from a book club. And I just okay. read it and I kind of liked it, but we never got the other ones. I see. So it's just one of those kid series I never So the same for you? Yeah, I think that was one of the first ones that I picked up. It, yeah. was, either, it was either Jedi Apprentice or the Young Jedi Knights. Um, 
we had the series actually here, the Jedi Apprentice series. Uh-huh. Yeah, we do. And I started out with number one, and at that point we had all of them, so I went all the way through the whole series. It's yeah. great. It's by Jude Watson. She's a great author. I always forget that like you used this library as a child. Oh, yeah. This it's is true. like your, your childhood it was my library. Two yeah. plays. That's so okay. cool. I love it's that one. Well, for me, it was um, uh, the first of uh, the Timothy Zahn trilogy, the Thrawn yeah. trilogy. Oh, that, that, was, that was the first one that I read. Yeah. You know and what? I was hooked. I mean, I loved that one. I didn't start. Uh, I didn't get to the Zahn books until after I read a whole bunch of the comic books. Oh, I, got, okay. I read a whole bunch of that stuff before I got to uh, Zahn. And I didn't get to the comic books until I was like, I don't know, 19, 20. I so. haven't read a ton of the, of the comics. Have you, Amanda? I haven't done the comics so much as I've done the yeah. actual. Yeah. All right. Well, so I read, let me tell you one. I read one called Union, which is it's a comic, and right. it's Luke Skywalker and Mara Jade's their wedding. Right. And it is the I like. I want you to go and like hate read it because it is the worst <laughs> thing you will ever read in your life. Wow. It's just like this weird nineties yeah. like. You're bad at shipping, man. What shipping? What it's where you like push for a certain relationship in a. No, it's just done so poorly that even... <laughs> but I did read just a standalone Mara Jade graphic that was her background. Yeah. That was fun. I always liked Mara Jade. I'm looking at it right now. Hand of the Emperor. Yeah, Emperor's hand. By it. the Emperor's hand. That's it. Who Mara wrote Jade. that? Do you have it up there? Zahn. I th- okay, I thought he did. Timothy oh, yeah. Zahn. Yeah, yeah so he's it's... big on doing Mara Jade. Yeah. It seems to be like his favorite character. Yeah, Either that a... or Thrawn. Well, he, he created those, right? Yeah. I mean, Taylor Mara Jade and all that. Those were like his babies. Um... So, we've said before on other podcasts, the first Star Wars book was Splinter of a Mind's Eye. Yes. Amanda, have you ever read that one? I did, but it was ages ago. Yeah. That's, you, no, I, I have, we, you, you and I, you have read it. I've read it. I yeah. haven't read that one, but yeah. that's the one where it's like the official, the first sequel yeah. to the very first Star Wars movie. Yeah, written so, by Alan Dean Foster. But it's, so it's before Empire came yeah. out, so people had no idea where Star Wars was going. Yeah. And, well, I think it's like, I mean, if you haven't read it and you're a Star Wars fan, yeah. it's worth reading just to see like... like a what if. Yeah, because it's just so different. Yeah. It's like somebody... Because George Lucas didn't write it, right? No, it was Alan so Dean Foster. It's just someone else saying like, having watched New Hope, this is where I think it's going. Yeah. So like Luke and Leia are still maybe a thing. Yeah, there's definitely... <laughs> I mean, it's they're, yeah. they don't, they're not like kissing or anything, but their relationship is kind of the, the yeah. key to that book. I mean, yeah. they're definitely... They're definitely not brother and sister in Splinters no, of the Mind. They're not. They're not. They're not. And Darth Vader, so they call him Darth the whole time. Yeah. Like as if his first name is Darth. Like yeah. he's an accountant and his name is yeah. like <laughs> Yeah. Well, I think it took a while for it people is, to realize that Darth was a title. Yeah. So Yeah. But it is worth reading. Yeah. I, I would recommend checking that out. Because it's it's just such an odd little curio. But I think probably as much as I love the Thrawn trilogy, I, I think I actually like the Corellian trilogy, the best, right. which is by uh, Roger Allen McBride. Right. Have either of you read that? I have read that one, but it was a while ago. Okay. All right, so for, yeah. for people who don't know, uh, the Thrawn trilogy, it was the first official sequel to Return of the Jedi. Right? Yeah, well, not official, but... Well, I mean, book-wise, I, yeah, think, yeah, I, I think Lucas kind of gave it like, yeah, this yeah. is cool to do. But it wasn't like his yeah. sequel, sequel. But like uh, those three books have been considered episodes seven through nine for a long time yeah. until they announced they were doing new well, ones. Just, you read them, right? Yeah, they're just very well done. I think. I mean, yeah. I think they 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 fit together really well. They just make a good like yeah. trilogy package. Yeah. So, I would recommend those. I think if you were gonna if you were gonna start with the Star Wars book, I would go the Throne trilogy. Well, first. I mean, it shows you like. It sets everything up for post Return of the Jedi in the does. expanded universe. Yeah. yeah, they do. They do a lot of build up too, with yeah. like mentioning the Clone Wars and yeah. working yeah. that in. And yeah, working it's there. funny to read some of that stuff and see how because they didn't have the term Sith, so yeah. it's always Dark Jedi. Yeah, which is is fun. But um, 
Yeah, and they, that's when they have like their twins. So yeah, and they're just Han Solo and Leia. Yeah, Han Solo and Leia have their twins. Jason and, and Jaina. Mara Jade shows up. Yeah, so like it really does set up all those characters. Yeah, it's and a big, it's a big thing. Well, let's talk. So let's talk favorites in the expanded universe. Amanda, what what is yours? Um, you know, there's a, a duology that Timothy Zahn does. Oh, it's Spectre of the Past and Vision of the Future. Yeah, I've read My those. My favorite is probably Vision of the Future. Okay, what, what um, are those about? Uh, those actually focus on uh, Thrawn again, except that it's more of a. They've they've thought that they've killed Thrawn, but mm-hmm. he's he's back. So mm-hmm. to speak. And I don't want to give anything away, especially mm-hmm. if people haven't read it. Right. But what they do is they they focus they go back and forth between Thrawn is back. Everybody's trying to figure out what to do, how to right. handle it, and they go. And Mara Jade is in some kind of crisis, and Luke somehow knows because he's had a vision, and he's like, right. oh my word, I have to go save her. <laughs> so he runs off to this unknown planet to go and save her. So the story um, goes back and forth between the whole galaxy trying to work on the Thrawn problem, right. and uh, Luke trying to save Mara Jade and trying to figure out what's going on on this unknown planet and figure out how to get off again. Right. Yeah, the, the I like the duology too. Those the five basically the five Thrawn books I always enjoy. But the, I've read some other Timothy's on that I just I haven't liked so much. I read Did you read Survivor's Quest? Yeah, I did. Did you like that one? I liked it pretty well. Okay. I mean, it was a little. It seemed a little odd for him, just in terms of you know the the standard encompassment of the yeah. Thrawn trilogy. Yeah. But I thought he did. I thought he did well with it in writing it. It just seemed like a strange storyline. Yeah, that's true. I also didn't like Outbound Flight, which is set in like the Clone Wars era. Is that Timothy Zahn? It is Timothy Zahn. It was long. It was long. It was long. (laughs) And it felt long. It did. That's the thing. (laughs) Sometimes you can just kind of truck through, but not that one. Mm -hmm. Eric, what about you? Uh, Well, if we're talking about books, I'm going to say Kenobi. Oh, Star Wars Kenobi. That's more recent. Yeah, but I really liked it. And I mean, I've read some good Star Wars books since or before, but uh, it was just good. It kind of made me think that I do like the standalone novels more than the trilogy. Mm -hmm. And having read some more... I think that was right. Yeah, but that's, see, I'm the opposite there because I, I, when I'm looking at like when I'm writing my favorites, they're almost mm-hmm. all series. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's different when you're doing like the series. You have to have lots of characters. You have that's to have true. lots of plot lines. When yeah. you do a standalone, you can have like one or two main characters, yeah. very specific storyline, and it can be like a quicker read. Kenobi was kind of like a western. Like this okay. was at the time when before Disney bought Star Wars, uh, the publisher. I can't remember who published it before they got it, but. Um, they were doing Star Wars stories with genres in okay. place. So that's why we got Scoundrels was like the heist. And okay. Kenobi was a Western and that mall book is a prison break. Okay. So um, it's about, it's lockdown. right after Revenge like of the mall Sith. lockdown. Yeah. But Kenobi's right after Revenge of the Sith. It's about okay. him tr- just trying to now get used to the fact that he's going to be living on Tatooine for the next 20 years and right. having to keep a low profile. Mm-hmm. So it's about that and how okay. sad he is and lonely he is he keeps trying to talk to Qui-Gon Jinn you know okay. who's supposed to be in ghost form but it's not really working <laughs> I haven't I, you know when I'm looking back at my I think we're, we're the opposite here but I tend to like books that follow the original three yeah. Han, Leia, Luke yeah you know, we you, are the opposite of that yeah. yeah well because I kind of felt like their stories were done yeah post I kind of felt like Return of the Jedi was like and their stories done. but I mean you know i Plenty of people will disagree with me about yeah. that. And now we're getting episode seven, which right. disagrees with me about yeah. that. So it's fine. <laughs> Did you have a favorite era like in which to read? Um, you know, I never thought I really enjoyed the time between four and f- or three and four, uh-huh. you know, the prequels. and the, But yeah. I apparently I really do because a lot of the books that I've read are set then. 
but also the Knights of the Old Republic era. Oh, I've read. I, I like the Old Republic era because you can have all that Star Wars stuff you like, but also not be beholden to the yeah. movies. You can yeah. have new characters, new adventures. I've read what I've read: Reven and Deception. Revan. Both of Revan. Revan. Yeah. Sorry. Revan's. You've tried to explain Revan to me. It's the sequel. Um, oh, to the game, right? Isn't it? Connected to the game? Yeah, it is It is connected to the game. I can't remember if it's like the sequel or, or if it's a tie <laughs> to the game itself. Well, when I read it, knowing nothing about the game, it really seemed like there was stuff that I was missing. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah. you should play the game. Yeah, because... one of the, what, there's a, a role-playing game that was on the original Xbox and uh, PC. I don't think it was on any of the other systems, but it was called Knights of the Old Republic. And um, Knight, the Old Republic era is like 4,000 years before Phantom Menace. Mm. And it's just the story about uh, the Sith War that was happening during there. And uh, I can't really talk about a lot of the story without giving that game away. If you haven't played the game, you should. It's everywhere. You can get it on Steam or good old games. Um, and it's compatible with yeah. 60. So it was really fun. You'd, do, you'd become a Jedi, and then okay. you'd have to like solve mysteries or you know take on... Uh, other Sith, you'd, you'd go to Kashyyyk and have to free some Wookiees mm-hmm. who have been enslaved. So, oh, it depends on the way you play it. Yeah, that's true. You can play, you can play Jedi, you can oh, play okay. light side or dark side. Okay. I tr- I, my second game through, I tried to go <laughs> Sith and it just made me too sad. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd tell people to shut up or that I wouldn't help them or I'd be really mean yeah. and I'd be like, I can't do this. And then there's a point where you can kill a character and I do, but that was a character that had been on my team earlier. And oh. I was like, I can't play. I stopped right <laughs> yeah. there. I'm like, I can't do this anymore. i yeah. got to preserve the light side memory. I, I really enjoyed uh, Jedi Outcast. Did you ever play Jedi Outcast? That's the one about the it's Jedi Kyle, who kind of... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he like Jedi Outcast and Jedi Academy. I really enjoyed. I was going to say, yeah, there was both. And Jedi Academy has, has a moment, has a place where you can like... You either like forgive this character or oh, yeah, you or go yeah. dark. Yeah, and then, So I played the game both ways, yeah. but... Yeah, Star Wars has had some pretty good video games. Yeah, if we were really a video have. game podcast, they we really could also have. just do an episode just on <laughs> yeah. those. Republic Commando was a first-person shooter oh, where yeah. you were the clone troopers uh-huh. during the Clone Wars, and you realize they had it kind of hard. They did kind of a spin-off series for that. Um, yeah. by Karen Travis. Which, oh, yes, which actually. actually acts, sort of. Just be, I think, well, I can't remember if it was she was having um, troubles with some of the... Some of the ways that they wanted her to write it, I think mm. it was the way that they were changing, like who the Mandalorians were, and she was mm. like, "No, well, she's she, not." What what like. had like Attack of the Clones came out, right? Yeah, and they she wrote that, and then the cartoon series, the Clone oh, yeah, Wars yeah. series, came out and started changing that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, that, I'm sure that's different. because oh, that's the way sure. s- the way Star Wars canon works is that the movies are at the top, yeah, and then it's TV, yeah, and then it's books, right. followed by video games yeah. and other stuff. So if the TV show says one thing, then yeah, that, that trumps yeah, the book. supersedes whatever else. Yeah. Well, the sad part was that she was already in the middle of the series. Yeah. So she was like, oh. Yeah, man. I remember that. And I remember fans of her series being kind of upset, yeah, too, yeah. because of the way they were showing, yeah. like, the clone trooper relationships. Yeah. So I really, actually, that, no, you mentioned that. Hard Contact, which is the first of the Republic Commando series by Karen Travis, is one of my all-time favorite Star Wars yeah. books. All right, I'm going to so have to read good. those. Yeah, they are really I've only read the up. first. I've only yeah. read Hard Contact, but I loved it. Is, is yeah, there good, more than three? There, there's four. Okay. Uh, the fourth one is like five, the 501st or okay. something yeah. like that. And I think she was picking it up where the, the three, the trilogy that she wrote, mm-hmm. ended. And she was going to continue from there. And since they changed the TV show and she wrote the fourth one, uh, she kind of had to wrap it up really quickly, so the ending isn't really. There's not as much closure with the fourth one, unfortunately, but <laughs> it's not really her fault. Yeah. Okay. 
I um I also love the Jedi Academy trilogy, Kevin J. Yeah. Anderson. Yeah. So also, listener. So the way it would go, you read the the Thrawn trilogy, mm-hmm. uh, but then you got to read the comic book, uh, Dark Empire. I think it's called. Mm. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. It's a comic book trilogy that talks about. Um, there it is, Dark Empire. Okay. Um, that follows the Thrawn trilogy and uh, deals with some certain characters coming back, and then is the Jedi Academy series, mm-hmm. which for Amanda was telling me this, it was kind of confusing for you because you hadn't read the comic. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I started reading the Jedi Academy trilogy and I was like, did I miss something? Because yeah. they made reference to other things that had happened yeah. and I hadn't read the comics at all. So That's one thing I've always appreciated about this Star Wars uh, expanded universe is that there is such a such a clear like chronology like you can go online or most of the most of the books in the front cover would have like this is how oh, these true. all fall into that. place yeah and if you if you're a star trek fan and you, there's no <laughs> that. there there is sort of now but there's never has been any like, of like star trek universes. right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah there we go. But I, uh, one of my favorite of the Clone Wars era is the MedStar duology. Oh, I love it. Do you? Love okay. Yeah, I do. That's one I of my all-time Wars. favorites. That's Michael Reeves. That's two books. Yeah. Uh, Jedi Healer and Battle Surgeons. If mm-hmm. you haven't read those, I would recommend those. They're, they're really good. They're very different because it follows you know, a Jedi healer, kind of like helping the, the clone right. troops, repairing them and stuff. And It's a very different look at the Star Wars universe. Yeah, it's a really I, different I feel. That. I feel like it it's is. grittier. Yeah, almost. it's totally different. Okay. Yeah. Um, Okay, so there's tons of Star Wars comics yeah. out there, and I feel like I that's another like it's just so prevalent in everywhere. You could talk about all about the books yeah. and not get done, and you could talk about the video games and the comics are just the we same. We could talk about the Ewok films. Stop! <laughs> no one wants to talk about there's the Ewok two of films. Them, Eric. Oh my gosh! Wilford Brimley's in them. That doesn't mean anything to anybody. <laughs> I, know. I know it does if you got diabetes. Huh? <laughs> Commercial. Oh, commercials. all right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I so at this. At the same time, okay. um, Dark Horse, which used to print out the comic yeah. books, they released uh, certain series at the same time, and I ended up reading uh, Knights of the Old Republic, which is set in that era of the Old Republic, and it was uh, pretty good. But at the same time, they released Star Wars Legacy, which I've talked, and you actually got Volume 1 for yeah, the library. Yeah, we have, we, have, we have a couple of Star Wars graphic novels. We have Leia, we have uh, the Rebellion trilogy, yeah. we have Legacy. We have Purge. We have Purge, yeah. Uh, Purge is the end of the like Clone Wars series, yeah. which was collected in the uh, Republic comics. But right. anyway, Legacy is set like 130 years after Return of the yeah. Jedi, so it's the farthest story they had to tell. It just might be one of my favorite Star Wars stuff. It's, yeah, it's so different outside of the movies. Yeah, um, I'd pro- I'd probably definitely say if we were counting comics when we said favorite expanded universe, I'd probably just say Legacy. Yeah, it's great. It's Ten volumes plus the eleventh finale. Um, okay. Oh wow. Oh wow. I didn't I really, know it was no, long. I, I didn't either. Yeah. Well, they they canceled it after the tenth, and then they released the last, the next six issues like as a separate miniseries. Okay. Right. So Is that when Disney does, bought it. No, it, it oh, wasn't. I guess Legacy the sales weren't like. Does it crazy. close at all? I mean, yeah. Yeah. It does okay, close. So I mean, it's weird. It doesn't close so like concretely like you think it might. Okay. But it definitely was a satisfying ending, and I was listening to it, and I'm pretty sure at the end. The soundtrack that was playing was because I had it on all the Star Wars oh, okay. music, uh-huh. and it was playing like the music I think when Luke is uh, burning a pyre for oh, yeah. dead mm-hmm. Darth Vader, and I was like, "Ah, it's working! <laughs> <Perfect timing. laughs> this is great!" Yeah, 
So well, speaking of things set way afterwards, I mentioned this to Eric on a couple podcasts ago that I picked up the book uh, Star that, Wars Crucible. Have mm-hmm. you seen that? Oh, right. And I just it was in Walmart, and I was like, oh yeah, you know, I have a, I'm just going to pick it up and read this. You know, I was yeah. like, who cares where it is? But I read it, and it was it was a fun, enjoyable book. And then afterwards, I learned about the expanded universe <laughs> and it, it means that crucible is the last I thing know. ever yeah yeah actually and i, I read, read it without crucible. knowing i read it without knowing yeah <laughs> so and you just, ended it just right yes there. it yeah. killed me when i found out i was yeah, like you no. couldn't read it like now i'm reading the last star wars book of yeah. this expanded yeah i know i mean so it, there's yeah. no point for you to go back and read like the new Jedi it's like if you get into like a drama or something oh, in really? syndication yeah and like maybe the third episode you watch is the final yeah and then you just keep watching the series like wait have I already seen the yeah. end? Right. That's rough. Right. Yeah. Did it end with making you like it was going to be a new series or something? Or is it just the story? It's a standalone story. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it doesn't, it's not like a cliffhanger or anything. Right. It's just like there's a little adventure that three, these three very old characters right. yeah. go on. Yeah. So it was fun. Yeah. But I wish that I could have read it knowing that I was reading like the final <laughs> installment of the expanded universe. Yeah. That would have been that's nice. That's a bummer, man. You said New Jedi Order. No, I haven't yeah. read. I haven't read... Didn't um, you start Vector Prime? I started Vector Prime, and I just didn't like it at all. Well, here's the deal. Yeah. When I started the Yuzhan Vong series, the New Jedi, New, New Jedi Order series, <laughs> I skipped, like, the first three books. Okay. Wow. Because I tried, I tried to read Vector Prime. Right. But I couldn't get into it, like you said. Yeah. It was... It was long. It yeah. was boring. I just couldn't. A big do it. focus on like brand new characters too, yeah. which is always yeah. yeah. It was you got to get that yeah, ratio I felt like I was right. Through. I did yeah. too. So I jumped in, and I will admit that I jumped in. And I was reading along, and I discovered one of the characters had died, and I was like, "Wait, when did I miss?" <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> must have been earlier when I skipped those first mm-hmm. three books or something. But it is a good series once you actually get into it. It is a little okay. strange. It feels like a bit of a branch off from the the norm of Star Wars. Yeah, you know, right. the, the standard Empire versus Rebellion. But, you know, there is an introduction of a lot of different characters and uh, character growth because you have Jason and Jaina who are there from the, the Jedi Academy series. Mm. And then you've got Anakin, uh, Anakin Solo, their youngest son. Or, I'm sorry, Han and Leia's youngest son who's also in there, who's like a teenager. You know, in a universe so based on fate and destiny, you probably don't name your kid Anakin. Right, yeah. <laughs> just, Not a great idea. Just the Force is up there like, really? You're, you're playing around <laughs> with this? Have you read like Legacy of the Force? In the, I uh, read, I read, let's see. I read Legacy of the Force. I haven't read all the Fate of the Jedi series. I'm, okay. See, I'm interested in that stuff. I just, I just haven't got there. And I feel yeah. like Legacy I of the Force is good, but you have to read the Yuzhong Vong series yeah. first. Okay. A whole lot of, I, there was one, one day, it was on a vacation from college, and I wanted to start reading the Star Wars books. I think I was reading the first Thrawn book. And so I was just online. And even online, it's not super easy to find the reading order. Mm-hmm. And finally, I was able to put it together. And I have it still saved as a Word document <laughs> on what I'm supposed to read after Wookie, this. Wikipedia. Has, yeah, they do yeah. have the list. They have a full yeah. list. When That's I found Wikipedia, I was like, what is this? I learned a lot about Hoth. Yeah. <laughs> and its temperature. and how Because I didn't understand how that ecosystem would support uh, yeah. life. But it works, I guess. Also, I learned the term repto mammal Ooh. from oh, wikipedia wow rancor is a repto mammal okay. it's a species of star wars where mm. it has like it's a mammal reptile, reptile elements and mammal elements interesting <laughs> so. i'd like to we should just give a count of how many of our regular <laughs> listeners are still with us yeah as they like turn off, he's like did he just say <laughs> repto mammals yeah. Let's do a little test. Katura, if you've gotten this yeah. far. Uh, here, you want to know something? It, it, you want to know something? Um, with the Jedi Academy series uh-huh. and a lot of uh, the Expanded Universe, there was a, uh, a Star Wars role-playing game that came out in the 
80s, maybe okay. early 90s. Um, and all their extra material, like they released the rules and how to play the game and everything, but they released so much extra information for you to make campaigns around. Uh-huh. And that stuff for the expanded universe has almost been treated as like real life encyclopedia. Oh. Like if you want to learn about the reproduction <laughs> process of huts. And I think we all do. It's in there. Okay. They have pouches. Wow. The males also give birth. Wow. They're, they're, they're asexual creatures. Okay. Not asexual. They're whatever. They can change sexes. Okay. So the Great. baby hut will, will stay in the pouch of the male hut. I'm just wondering what. And feed off hut milk. What we're doing that makes you think we're interested in this. So. I'm just saying. Okay. This stuff is out there, man. It's, yeah, it's there. If you want to know. Sure. <laughs> That's good. So. I got to tell you the, the weirdest. Wampas are also repto mammals. Series that I read <laughs> <laughs> was the Lando Calrissian Adventures. Have either of you picked no. these babies no, up? He has a comic out, though. Does he? Just him. Just I mean, I always like Lando. Lando out on like, his own? It's like Lando, and he's got a little droid. And this is when Lando still has the Millennium Falcon. Okay. So Lando's got the Falcon, and they're just the first one. I really enjoyed the second one not so much and okay. the third one I hated okay. but let me just tell you the titles because they're uh-huh. ridiculous Lando Calrissian and the Mind Harp of Sharu is number one <laughs> Lando Calrissian and the Flame Wind of Ocean sure number two and the third Lando Calrissian and the Star Cave of Thonbaka <laughs> so yeah. Lando just having some fun on you his can, own. You could skip. Do you think he ever comes this. back to the uh, the other group like a certain time? He's like, hey, do you guys want to hear about this adventure I had with the heart shaped, <laughs> the, the flame wind of Ocean? Yeah, and they're like, Here, that's what not. happens. Yeah, they always have to go and rescue him. Yeah, <laughs> he's forever getting into these. True. Yeah. I mean, it's not always his fault too. Yeah. Like either the Empire comes and tries yeah. to take down his developmental yeah. company or whatever, yeah. and then he's like, hey, Han, uh, yeah. You remember that favor you owe me yeah. from way back when? Yeah. yeah. A star harp, Lando. <laughs> uh, the, all right. The, okay. You read AC Crispin's Han Solo trilogy. That's another one that people kind of hold up as. Like, that's the awesome. like the hut gambit and stuff. Yeah, Paradise yeah. Snare. Yep. Yeah. So that's there. that's a good. One. That's what people hold up as like Han's origin stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So and there is a Brian Daly has a Han Solo trilogy too that's around the same time as that Lando trilogy. Okay. Not as good. So you definitely <laughs> want to go AC Crispin yeah. on that one. All right. Well. Uh, you know, with the expanded universe, kaput. Not kaput. It's still there. And they even they put the legend titles now. Yeah, I'm glad that they're doing that. So Disney bought Star Wars, uh-huh. and on all their expanded universe stuff that had come before, they put the title Legends. And what that means is, their, their description of it is that um, these are things that may or may not have happened. And the mm-hmm. thing with Legends is that a lot of times they're true. Mm-hmm. So you can read the expanded universe, and some of that stuff might still count. Yeah. I feel like... Um, all the stuff that takes, like Kenobi, I don't feel like that's going to be uh, contested. Contested, unless they do like a young Ben Kenobi movie like that. Right. So anything that happens like before Episode One, I think in prequel books, I think are going to be safe as well uh-huh. because I don't feel like Disney is going to be doing much with the prequel era. No, I don't think so, so. And I feel like the further back you go, I mean, it's it's kind of sad for people who read Thrawn and on, yeah, because that stuff is definitely. And see, and that's the bulk of where I've read. So yeah, that's why it's it was. You know. But there's some stuff that I mean, maybe they'll make like a Mara Jade film someday or bring her in. Yeah, I wonder. That would be cool. I wondered if they were going to do anything because she's just such a popular character. Yeah. and I feel like if Han and Leia have kids in the new movie and it's not Jason and Jaina, I'm going to be angry. Yeah, about I will. That. I will. I think you're going to be angry, man. Don't. I don't <laughs> want to hear anything. I no, I don't want to hear anything. No, I'm just saying they haven't released any of the characters' last names. So it's one of those things like, which character's a Skywalker? Which one's a Solo? 
I'm just saying Jason's probably not going to be there. I've tried so hard to avoid any yeah. Like, yeah. Star Wars talk about the new movie. Right. I just don't want to know. Well, um, so anyways, Disney bought Star Wars. They put the Legends things. And now yeah. what that means is anything that comes out that says Star Wars on it post Disney buying it is now actually officially like supposed to be canon. Yeah. So the books they put out are now... Because the Expanded Universe, it was always... Like good and people liked it and sometimes more than the movies but yeah. George Lucas never acknowledged it as no, official he canon no, he, he contradicted didn't. it a lot yeah so almost spitefully so yeah you might say. <laughs> so this is supposed to change now so I think the, oh, that's cool what was the the first book of the new one was Rebel, Aftermath Rebel Dawn oh right you're right A New Dawn it was A New Dawn a new which Dawn, is a prequel to the cartoon Rebels oh Rebels yeah. right and you've seen just the pilot Amanda yeah I've only seen the movie I haven't seen the actual okay. show yes. so, it is a, that is a cool show set between the uh, have you read any of the sequels. new books yet I no I no. haven't uh, I have and you haven't I have, no not okay. yet I have a new dawn on my nook and I have came in the last Padawan a graphic okay. novel okay. that I've been wanting to read but no I haven't alright I'm kind of waiting to read any of the, the new material to see how the movie plays well out. actually Aftermath has gotten terrible reviews that yeah it hasn't like, gotten good reviews that was well received well, like, I feel like maybe the most spoilerish one might be. I mean, I don't know until I see the movie, but I've, I've talked about Lost Stars before. This yeah. is that YA one that follows the characters through, like, the beginning of New Hope to Return of the Jedi. So I think it kind of maybe sets up things, mm. but I couldn't, I didn't feel like anything was being spoiled. But these other two I read, Dark Disciple and Lords of the Sith. Dark Disciple is before Revenge of the Sith. Mm-hmm. It ends um, a character from the Clone Wars cartoons story line okay. or closes it up. And then there's Lords of the Sith, which was just a Palpatine Vader story. Mm-hmm. So it's also set between the three and four. They haven't put out a lot of like... There's that Luke Skywalker one, the heir to the Jedi. Oh, yeah. Actually, I just bought that recently. I haven't okay. read it yet. That's, I'm interested in that one because it's in first person. It is. It's only the second first person Star Wars book to come out. What is the other one? Uh, I Jedi. Oh, I've read I Jedi. Yeah, that runs. Oh yeah, that one is good. That, that's it, parallel to yeah, the Jedi, Academy. Jedi Academy. Yes. So, but you that's would like that because that's a standalone. Yeah, but it, it encompasses mostly yeah. Yeah. from the trilogy. So, that's that's like an official sequel, and so is Aftermath to Return of the Jedi. Right? Is Aftermath Return of the Jedi, or is it? I think Aftermath is after Return of the Jedi. Okay. Yeah. It's a lot like, of the books... It's like bridging the gap. Right. Like those comics I talked about, Darth Vader, Star Wars, and Princess Leia, those are all after New Hope. Okay. So they're filling in that gap. Um, but all the, the new stuff has been, you know, okay. It reads more like thriller stuff, like just okay. quick adventure. Like, like Michael Jackson's thriller. Like, like <laughs> Clive Cussler in space, Oh, maybe. Actually, holy crap. <laughs> Why haven't I written that series yeah, Clive yet? Clive Cussler books in space. Boy. Uh, <laughs> there's a few other like you said the new dawn which we both have on our yeah. I got that one because it was like a dollar yeah. that I need to read there's another one I can't remember where's my to read I'm just going to type in Star Wars on my to read but are there any of the new stuff coming out that you like want to read Amanda or are you I, still a little bitter about um, I'm still really hesitant to actually read any of the new stuff yeah. like I said because I'm waiting to see if the, if the new movie is any good and how much it deviates from the, the expanded universe right time accustomed to but yeah. I think probably eventually I'll end up just being like well right. it's changed Tarkin. I'll end up reading it Tarkin is on my list to read for some reason oh Tar- yeah, I'm just not because kids love yeah. reading about Admiral Tarkin there's, I was going to get um, probably in January I'm going to pick up a, there's a little set that has uh, New Dawn and Tarkin like together okay. in one 
Yeah. So we'll probably have that. I've been reading a lot of villain Star Wars book, mm. and it's kind of made me depressed. What's that say about your character? Yeah. I've, <laughs> I, I've read a lot of uh, Darth Vader's comics and stuff, and I've read those books. I read Plagueis. I've been reading the Darth Bane trilogy. Mm-hmm. So, like, a whole lot of Sith books. And I'm just yeah. like, man, isn't there any hope in this? So I think after I finish uh, Eric's Darth Bane trilogy. Eric's looking for a trilogy, new hope, Amanda. Yeah. I'm going to read A New Dawn because I need a book. I'm not going to go to the, the Darth Maul book. or. Is Kendra joining you on your dark side? No, Kendra, she's Has read, she, she read Heir to the Empire. Oh, okay. So, Thrawn. Yeah. Cool. And that's it. I don't, she was reading Princess Leia yesterday. Okay. So, that's well, about let's, it. Um, we're probably, we yeah, we need to wrap it up. Okay. Well, let's just say quickly, favorite character. In Star Wars? In Star Wars. All together? Ever? Yeah, all together. Oh, I mean, okay. All so, right, I, can't, just, I can't, like, specify, like, my favorite Sith, okay, my favorite Jedi. a a one of your top characters, okay? <sighs> okay. Amanda, you start. Yeah, no pressure. Um, I think if I had to pick one, it uh-huh. would probably be Mara Jade. I mean, yeah. okay. Out of all... So we're talking about out of everything, yeah, out too. Out of everybody that I know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so we can't, can, so Mar- we can't count HK-47. She's very Mara. cool. Yeah. See, but Nick, you don't know who HK-47 is. No. The no. droid from the Knights of the Old Republic game. He is cool. great. He's very okay. snarky. Oh, boy. All right. All right, so you're you want, saying Mara Jade. Do you want me to go? Yeah, I do want you to go. Well, no, I, I can go. If you okay, want. all right, go ahead. I'm just going to say Vader. Vader. I guess. Okay. I mean, Again, to the dark side. I know. Is I, there a particular like type of Vader story that you like? I guess the so a lot of maybe the pre-New Hope stuff. Okay. Like before he's like, so I'm a like figuring it out and everything? Well, like I've said, it's just kind of sad. I'm new to this whole Sith thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's also, you know... He's very hateful still, and he doesn't yeah. really have any regret. But there are every now and moments where you realize, where maybe he's realizing he did something stupid. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I shouldn't have killed everyone. Yeah. But I mean, I also like Obi Wan Kenobi. Okay, oh, so okay, yeah. he's probably my favorite Jedi. Obi-Wan. Oh, I do like Qui Gon. Yeah, yeah, Qui Gon is cool. Yeah, even though Obi Wan is always like messing things up. <laughs> Like, yeah. he doesn't do yeah. anything See, right in the series. See, that's what I don't like about the prequels. Yeah. And Obi-Wan Kenobi's like, oh, I tripped over my own lightsaber. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay, all right. Well, in New Hope, let's he's just, like, if you strike me down, out. I'll be more powerful than you can imagine. And then he's yeah. not really. I'm like, yeah. well. Sure, again, he's like, Luke, yeah. keep doing what you're already doing. And he's like, oh, thanks, Obi-Wan. Thanks, Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> Could have done this while you were alive. <laughs> yeah. Just called me up. Yeah. So. I was freezing on Hobbs. He's like, Okay. Can you give me a blanket or something? Yeah, you must Wish go to Dagobah. You, Luke. <laughs> you were more powerful with a lightsaber, I feel. <laughs> nope. Well, I'm going to say that mine is Leia. And I particularly like any time there's like Leia Jedi stuff. They don't really do much with it, but it happens. Yeah. It Hope you don't in, want to see those in the new movies. Happens. Would you stop talking about the new movies? Don't, don't spoil really, anything. I'm for not. Me. I'm not. I'm just, just saying they've said. Stop. Don't. Okay. I don't want to know what they said. What don't you understand about that? Anyway, <laughs> it happens a little bit in the Thrawn trilogy, and that was the thing that I like best about Crucible. That one that's the last. Luke yeah. and Leia sort of are like get stuck together somewhere, and they have to like Jedi their way out of it. And it's <laughs> probably the only time that I've ever read that happening. Yeah. So that. Let's that made that book that much better for me. That we got, I got to see like Leia with her lightsaber, and I just think that's I like her whole like. She's like, I gotta try to run the whole world okay. and be a Jedi. <laughs> All right, I like her. Okay, so new movie comes out this week okay. of the release of this podcast. What movie does it have to be as good as 
for you to be happy with it. I'm trying really hard not to like think in those terms. Because there are people, it seems like they're thinking this is the second coming almost for them with Star Wars movies. Oh. But like, I've but, been burned by J.J. Abrams too many times. Right, yeah. Both J.J. Kind of Abrams and Star Wars. Yeah. We, we were both at FYE, mm-hmm. and there were some people talking... And he was like, oh, I paid all this money. I'm going to be there at, like, 2 a.m. to be in line. And I was just like, you know everyone was doing this before Phantom Menace came yeah. out. Like, you're, you're just, you know, history is repeating itself with this. So, I, you know, I really, I feel like but, the, the classic Star Wars trilogy uh-huh. is, like, special. Right. And even if these movies are great... I don't mm-hmm. know that you're going to be able to capture yeah. that like nostalgia That's true. of the yeah. originals. That's the problem so with trying, trying to feed off nostalgia to, like you're. Yeah. I'm trying to set it into a category of its own. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like its own, it's its own thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's like the prequels. Right. Like they, we we watched them. If it's like the prequels, no, I but will, I mean, like, I will cry. But we watched the prequels because we were going to watch all the Star Wars movies. But the, you can just watch the prequels and not watch the original trilogy. And or you can just watch the original trilogy. Alternatively, never watching the prequels <laughs> right. ever again right. is an option. So, but, but is there like a movie that's like, if, if Force Awakens is at least this good, you're going to be okay with Star Wars now? I guess, I mean, if it's, if it's a fun launching point like New Hope was... Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, New Hope. So you're is, saying it needs to be as good as New Hope? No, I'm just no. The thing with New Hope is like you don't really see the the classic. None of the classic Star Wars things that you think of really happen in a New Hope. That's true. Like you don't see like Yoda doesn't do anything. There's no like lightsaber battles. Right. There's no lightsabers. It's just it's just sort of like a promise of things to come. Yeah. You know. So if the new one can do that, yeah. if it can just sort of be like, this is where Star Wars is now, enjoy, yeah. then I'll be like, okay. Yeah. But Empire not... is really where it started doing the Star Warsy things. Yeah. Like, that lightsaber battle between Luke and Vader is so far beyond yeah. the Obi-Wan and yeah. everything. And just the way they do the Force powers, yeah. all the kissing. Yeah. So. Yep. <laughs> I guess, I mean, I... It has to be different than Revenge of the Sith, for one thing. Yeah. And even though yeah. I like Revenge of the Sith, I don't want another movie. Because that's like two and a half hours. And it's, you know, I, yeah. So I feel I like... I think it needs to go... One of the things I really appreciate about, appreciate about Rebels is that it gets that classic, like, we're on an adventure yeah. kind of feel. And the prequels, I don't yeah. really feel like, have that. Even, even Revenge of the Sith, which is, uh, I can't say good, but... It doesn't really huh. have that like adventure category to it. What? That. It has that whole adventure with him and Obi Wan, Anakin and Obi Wan, on the ship at the beginning. Yes, and they're like, yes. ah, yes, you're right. We're the still op- flying yes. half a ship. The opening to that is exactly <laughs> yeah. right. Yes. Well, the opening to that is a lot like the opening to Return of the Jedi. I want like fun adventure. Yeah. You know, I want action. What I don't want is like let's densely discuss politics in the <laughs> Star Wars universe. Yeah. I don't want yeah. that. What I don't want. Is and this is what the trailers have made it look like. I don't want like a tour through what we love about Star Wars, like point by point. But yeah. it, it looks like almost the yeah. paint by numbers New Hope. Like, oh, we're on a we were on space at the beginning. Now we're on Tatooine, yeah. and now we're on the run, and we got to find Han Solo and right. get off. And now we're having a big battle. Yeah. At I the end, I think part of the struggle will come because so many people are aware of the extended universe and how that plays out. Yeah. And they have to figure out. How are we going to tell everybody? Yeah, yeah. So. Everybody, like in the extended universe and not, yeah. what's happened to since be, episode yeah. six? To be fair, too, this is a it's a sequel to Return of the Jedi, yeah, and that trilogy yeah. more so than and so like there are people who don't haven't cared about Star Wars since that, yeah. so they're, they're going to be more, yeah. you know, you know as much that. as I don't like the prequels, I would kind of like to see 
them acknowledged in some yeah. way because like like it or not those are Star Wars movies that we have and that they yeah. exist so yeah. I mean know. they're they're episodes right mm-hmm. so yeah. I, I know what you mean I would appreciate like comments by certain characters like oh this character from this movie or yeah. something or at least if we got a little yeah the John Williams scores from that yeah, yeah Duel of the Fates so we, well, right. I'm really well, glad we got John Williams yeah, yeah. that is great that is yeah. good news alright we gotta cut this we gotta yeah. cut this alright all right. Thank you, everybody, for, for tuning in to yeah. our, our Thanks, Star Wars talk. Oh, yeah. Thank our special guest, yeah. Amanda. No problem. All right. Yeah. Do we have any library news coming up? Anything? Exciting? Well, this is coming out like the last week yeah, before Christmas. Christmas time, so, so when this comes out, uh, if this comes out on Monday, yeah. which it should be, then tomorrow yeah. we're showing Elf at 3.30. Right. Oh, sorry, we got some Christmas movies. Um, Wednesday's our last board game day at Three thirty to five thirty of the year of the year, and then the seventeenth we're doing Christmas ornament perler oh, beads, beads for yeah. teens. teens. So that's you know the twelve to eighteen okay. line again. And then, are you doing anything before Christmas? Well, I guess at this point, I I think the library news is we've got a great selection of Christmas books on display. Yeah. We got a new holiday music section, yeah. a lot of Christmas movies. We're doing a special holiday book sale. Yeah. So come in, get your Christmas cheer. Yeah. We'll be here. Yeah. All right. So. Well, thanks everybody. All right. Enjoy Star Wars. Bye-bye. Bye. You can say bye, Amanda. So long.